Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Alex Black came to Chattanooga from Memphis and was a steady hand at point guard for both Westmore and Jim Foster, helping lead UTC to back-to-back NCAA tournament appearances. Alex is now back home in Memphis, coaching basketball and working as a nurse. We'll hear more about her story coming up here in just a few minutes. Don't forget to subscribe to Mox on the Mic. You can find it wherever you download your podcast from. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a five-star review. It helps us find Chattanooga fans, and it helps more Chattanooga fans find us. Right now, let's talk some basketball with Alex Black. Let's start with, um, first off, kind of catch everybody up with what you've been doing since you left Chattanooga. Well, honestly, since I left Chattanooga, um, I ended up going back to school. You know, I went to nursing school. I got another bachelor's in uh, nursing. And, I mean, I've been, you know, I've been working probably since 2016. I got my nursing degree. I've been working, you know, full-time nursing. But also when I came back, when I was in nursing school, I was given the opportunity to, you know, help at help out at the high school that I attended, uh, doing some like skill work and training. I, you know, I thought I was training to, to go play overseas and then things kind of took a different turn for me, but I ended up staying there and uh, I was able to start helping coach the JV and varsity team there. So honestly, it's, it's been pretty consistent since then different avenues, but for the most part, uh, still helping out with basketball, but I'm still, a full-time nurse as well. So, tell us what it's like right now uh, as we continue to deal with the pandemic in this country. What's it like being a nurse right now? Uh, you know, I would say um, when the, it's kind of weird because I know a lot of things are like opening back up now, and I know it. The high school that I help out at, we're doing you know temperatures and you know, like questions like, do you feel sick? Just some stuff like that. But that's kind of been going on in the hospital. I would say probably January was when we ramped up with, um, it is a little bit different. It, it's kind of like now when I go to work, it, it's a one way in, one way out type of thing. You're going to get your temperature checked. You're going to be asked, you know, a series of questions about COVID-19. And, you know, we don't allow visitors in the hospital right now. It's kind of, it's a different vibe, I guess you would say, because there's no family or friends that can visit you. Um, It's, um, it is a little bit different. Honestly, though, I'm not on like a a specific COVID unit. Um, We do have a specific floor, like most hospitals do. Obviously, you want to contain it to a specific area of the hospital that those patients, if you're suspected to have COVID or if you're positive for COVID, you know, you're on a certain floor. Um, I I would say the biggest difference um, and something that's stressful that you don't really think about before something like this happens is, you know, when you uh, are wearing all that protective uh, gear for 12, 13 to 14 hours, it's very uncomfortable. It is a little bit harder to, like, you know, breathe. I mean, you don't think about how simple it is. Take a water, a sip of water or something, but you got three masks on. It is different. It's difficult. 
you know, it's something I never thought I would see in the healthcare profession now. I mean, I, I, you know, previous instructors told us about stuff like this, never really thought I would experience it. So, um, it's very different. I'm hoping that things get, things have gotten better, but you know, obviously I hope things continue to get better to where, you know, Boy, there is nothing in school, certainly nothing in basketball that can prepare you for, for this, is there? You know, no, but there are some similarities with, you know, being on a team and playing a sport and working in healthcare because it's a very team-oriented work uh, type of atmosphere, honestly. It's kind of like if you don't have good teamwork, then you your day is going to be a lot harder. Uh you know, um, at work. And that's something that I've been able to relate since I started. I mean, it's great. It, you know, you wouldn't think that it would have so much in common, but it, it like, obviously it's not dribbling a ball, but it, it has a lot of similarities when you're working with other people and you're getting a job done and you get the job done right. So there's a few, maybe a few similarities. Tell us a little bit about your path to Chattanooga and, how you ended up becoming a, a mock. You're from, you're from West Tennessee, right? Over in the Memphis area. Yep. I'm from Memphis. How did you end up at UTC? Um, well, you know, I'll give kudos to UT Chattanooga because they acted like they really wanted me there. So I appreciated that. But aside from that, you know, um, my head coach, my senior year, I went to Harding Academy in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Becky Myatt, well, Becky Starks, um, you know, she was actually an assistant at UT Chattanooga um, for, you know, I guess a few years before moving back to Memphis. So, I mean, there was a bit of a connection, but um, I don't know, at the time, I didn't feel like I just wanted to, like, just go super far. And I, I did like the way that, you know, UT UT Chattanooga and Coach Moore and Coach Nikki, you know, they 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 made me feel like uh, they wanted me to be a part of the program, and I liked feeling like that. And you know, obviously, I took a visit, and uh, there there was some good perks here and there, like little stuff you wouldn't think about that I liked, and I was just eventually sold. So, and it wasn't too far from home, but it was far enough for me at the time. I was like, you know. I can get away, but I can drive back if I really get sad or something. But I mean, so it was, it was a combination of things like that, I think. And obviously, you know, obviously I wanted to play right away and I felt like I would at least get a chance to do, to do that right away. And also, you know, when you see all the championships that they had won previously, obviously, you know, I was like, well, I want to win too. So I wanted to be a part of something like that. So. I think that had a lot to do with it. Well, you certainly were. I mean, that was a uh, that was a successful run that you were a part of for your your four years there, including the first three under Coach Moore, and then as a senior with uh, with Coach Foster when he came in. Um, moments that stand out in your mind from your playing days at, at UTC. What do you remember the most? Is there whether it's on the court, off the court? Give me your favorite memory of that time. I mean, I have a lot of, of good memories uh, on the court and off the court. Um, 
I would say probably too many to count, but it, when I, I know that on the Chattanooga Mocs page, they recently post us beating Tennessee, and that made me relive that for a couple of minutes, and it felt pretty good to remember, you know, beating the uh, University of Tennessee on our home court. So that was probably one, like, that's definitely, you know, a memorable one of, the, like, probably one of our best wins when I was there. Um, and that was kind of, for me, that was kind of, I guess I was a junior. So that was, you know, me getting, you know, I was starting a point guard at that time. And I was, you know, I had a little bit to prove, I think, to, you know, the coaches and my teammates. And I think that win kind of jump started that for me. So, uh, but it was just a good team win too. Like, so that's probably one of my favorite wins for sure. When was the last time you talked to Coach Moore? You know, actually, like, talked to him was when uh, one of our one of my former teammates got married. He was at uh, Kiera's wedding. I guess that was, I guess, a year, maybe a year ago? Maybe. I'd have to look. I'm not sure on the exact dates, but uh, it was recently, so. He he came to that wedding. How did you like playing for him? Obviously, you guys had a ton of success. You were a big part of that, uh, really, for all four years that that you were here. How did you like playing for Coach Moore? I think uh, I think sometimes I got under Coach Moore's skin just a little bit, but I th- I think that um, going back and looking at it now, like you know. He is he's very, very, very smart when it comes to basketball, and I, I can appreciate that now. Um, probably not at the time as much now, but I, I can see how, like, intricate and strategic the game can be because I was – honestly, I don't think I was a super, like, X's and O's person, but he's just – he knows how to win, and it's just it, – it's crazy to see, you know, what he can do with the team and, like, where he's taken us and where he's taken his team at NC State. So. I feel like I, I ended up probably learning a lot more than I realized at the time playing under him. Do you find that now, now that you're in a coaching role, do you find yourself maybe saying some things and going, oh, gosh, that is that is so something Coach Moore would say? Yeah, I would definitely say that there's some times when I could quote a few of his favorite quotes. Um, and and it is ironic and it is funny. And honestly, when I think about some of the stuff he said and then I think it in my head to to some of the kids that I helped coach, I'm like, surely I wasn't doing the drill that bad. But I don't know, maybe I, maybe there were some times I was. But <laughs> there's definitely some things that he has said that has stuck with me. And, I, I mean, as serious as he was, they were pretty funny at the time. And they still are. But, yeah, that's I mean, he has some good quotes. Can you give us one? Give us one you like to drop on your kids that you're coaching. You know, I wouldn't say I quote this verbatim, but one of his favorite quotes is turn your motor up. And honestly, I hated it at that time when he would tell me that or probably tell anybody that. But I, I guess it's true. Sometimes you do need to turn your motor up. So I'll give him kudos on that now. You spent your last year playing for Jim Foster, and Coach Foster came in with a, uh, I mean, a huge resume. The guy had been at Ohio State. He had had a lot of success before that at, at Vanderbilt, and 
He's in the, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a hall of fame coach now at a lot of different levels. Um, your thoughts on, do you remember what your first impression was and, and how much did you know about him when he came to Chattanooga? Uh, honestly, I really didn't know much about him at all. I mean, you know, we did a quick Google search on him, I'm sure. And, you know, you don't have to read a whole lot to see how much he accomplished at Ohio State. And, I, you know, I had known that he had one of the teams that went pretty far in the tournament before. But I honestly didn't really know know too much about him at all. I would say my first impression of him was, you know, like, this guy's, like, pretty cool. I mean, he just kind of has that that personality or that vibe that he's, like, calm, cool, and collected. Um, so that was definitely my first impression of him. But, yeah, I didn't know a super bunch about him until they announced that he was going to be our coach. We kind of started figuring some stuff out there. Back-to-back NCAA tournament appearances. Those two NCAA tournament games that you were a part of, are those the games that – would you like to have those again and, and to be able to play that game one more time? And 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 is that something you ever think about? Or are those losses that – is that the ones that stick with you the most now that you're removed from it? Um, you know, honestly, I've never thought about which losses stuck with me the most. But, yeah, I do there, – there are times where I'm just talking with teammates when we'll talk about those games or even just remember playing uh, the, those two games. It, it seemed, honestly, like we were kind of, like, so close. Like, it, it definitely could have been a win for us. Like, we could have advanced. But we just kind of – I don't know. We couldn't get over maybe the hump. And I, I don't think it was necessarily, like, the competition. I think – both the times we were in the NCAA tournament, we stuck with that team. I'm, you know, we led at times. We were down at times. But I, I do – yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's for sure. Those are some games I wish, you know, we would have maybe overcame the hump and got through it and kind of had a better opportunity to show the country, like, how, how good we really could have been. Um, so it does it does hurt a little bit when you think about a game that's, like, 100% winnable, but we just weren't able to capitalize and get the, you know, get the win. You talk about coaching at Harding Academy. Uh, you have also been involved in Team 901, which is a Memphis area team that plays uh, in the basketball tournament. We've talked with a couple of guys, uh, former mocks, uh, Justin Toyo, Greg Pryor. They're going to be a part of a uh, uh, the Southern Smokies, which is a team that is, is going to be involved uh, in the basketball tournament this year. Are you still involved with Team 901? Are you still working with them? Yes, I am still a part of Team 901 um, here in the city. It, it honestly, it, you know, it's it's a bunch of, like, honestly, a bunch of local guys. And, I mean, it's crazy because everyone wouldn't be here in the city, you know, obviously in every city, but in Memphis like this, uh, but because, you know, due to this pandemic it's like everybody is here and working out and it's just it's a lot of I don't know kind of I'm getting to see firsthand again what it's like to like you're back from overseas or you're home from college and you're you're working out again for something aspirations for you coaching beyond the high school level or being involved in TBT do you would you like to have an opportunity to coach somewhere 
either as a high school head coach or in college somewhere? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I really hadn't, I hadn't thought about it until this past year, just recently, just because I guess I've been doing it for a while now. And I kind of thought to myself, well, you know, like what, what else could I do with it? I think it's something that I would be open to if it was like the right time and the right fit for me. Um, I think it's definitely something I would consider and maybe, you know, maybe pursue in the future for sure. So, and at the same time, like something like this, something like team 901 or just me being on this staff uh, at Harding Academy, I would say the past couple years is the most I've learned. Um, just about just like kind of understanding the game and breaking it down better. I've just grown a lot as on the other side of it as a coach. I feel like I've been able to, there's times, you know, I really just had to, you know, break down film and, and scout and strategize about how we're going to beat one specific person and how, what, what are the individual things we're going to look at. And, you know, before a couple of years ago, that wasn't, that wasn't just big on my radar of what I love to do. So after I think these few years and, and now go, getting this opportunity, you know, with Team 9 I think it's something I would definitely consider for the future. How do you balance coaching and nursing? Because those are two uh, – those are both pretty demanding. They are. And, you know, unfortunately – unfortunately, I have a job. I am blessed to have a full-time job. But, you know, if I'm, if I'm at work, obviously I'm not present which is why, you know, coaching has been kind of part-time for me. Um, so it's, it's basically just like I'll make my schedule and any day I'm not at work, I'm at the gym. So it, it can get tricky a little bit, um, but I do have some job flexibility, thankfully, and that's helped me kind of be able to do, to plan how I want to plan and kind of to move accordingly. So I've kind of been blessed with that those options for me. So it's worked out for my schedule. For those that don't know, uh, how good, I mean, you, you talk about uh, team 901 being made up of, of a lot of guys from the Memphis area. You played there. You still coach there with, with Harding. So you know how good girls basketball is over there, but just overall in general, how good is basketball in Memphis right now? Um, I mean, you know, not, not to be biased, but, you know, I think we're always like at least top five, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think we always have really good talent, you know, it fluctuates, uh, but you know, it, it, I'm, it fluctuates in every city, but, um, you know, I think, I think we do have a lot of good talent, um, men and women, you, you know, uh, we just had, I think our, um, our one of our post players, uh, she's a six five, Emily Howard. She just committed last week to Liberty University, um, and we have person like you know our team person. We have one or two other kids that will be able to you know commit in a couple years. Um, but just overall, yeah, I mean, we I feel like our talent is always pretty solid. I think there's years that we're way better and not as good and maybe some, but I think there's always really good competition here, men and women. How many of your former uh, Chattanooga teammates do you still stay in contact with? I, I stay in contact with, mo with uh, most of them for sure. 
some more regularly than others, but um, we're always checking on each other for the most part. So, Alex, thanks so much for the time and uh, being able to hang out with us today. Enjoyed it. Please stay safe. Thank you for what you're doing uh, in your position as a nurse and, and uh, what you guys are doing in the healthcare field, fighting this thing every day. We do appreciate it. And thanks for giving us some time. Stay safe. And hopefully we can talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Stay safe as well. Hey, thanks to Alex for uh, giving us some time. And uh, again, stay safe, Alex. Uh, appreciate all that she is doing along with all of the other uh, healthcare workers right now that are working around the clock to uh, to be able to fight this pandemic that we've all been uh, been having to deal with. So, uh, and a special thanks to Alex for giving us some time on what is a rare off day for her to be able to talk a little bit of uh, about her days at UTC. Also, thanks to Ann Weehunt as well for helping us get this interview set up. And thanks to you guys for listening. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody, and go Mocs. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.